estoy robando, aún no me da para nada. Pero como estoy pegado, me quieren pagar la mitad. Me dicen yo también soy pobre, Katie. <risa> Loco, fuck you, pay me. Yo me he criado donde te fríes sin sartén, donde te afeitan sin barba o te untan sin salsa. Me están tirando y eso me da de comer, así que loco, ¿qué pasa? Pussy sale de tu casa. Yo salgo a la calle que me creo que estoy blindado, siempre sonriendo, despreocupado soy. Yeah. All right, we in the motherfucking building. We absolutely are. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Hope y'all enjoyed popping fireworks. Because that's what that day is. It's fireworks day. People were popping fireworks for the past two months, though. I mean, hey, someone dropped their whole Trump check on just fireworks. Why not? I would. Yeah, keep it going. You heard about the conspiracy with the fireworks? Yeah, I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> Why would the government want to give people fireworks? Yeah, like... They throw so, the, the uh, protesting. Yeah, like, that don't make no sense. If that made sense, people would be out there shooting fireworks at the protesters. The police already have them. It's called tear gas and rubber bullets. So, let's let's... Come on, you really think a Roman candle is going to be more effective than tear gas? Well, if you make it like the guy that had an RPG, yeah. Well, it's two guys. One of them in Chicago had the RPG that actually worked. It was another one I seen yesterday. Dude, he is yeah, so, himself up. so you just got to do like these Call of Duty mods. Yeah, I've seen the conspiracy theories that they was basically saying what they was doing it at night to keep people awake and this and that. I don't know about y'all, but I slept fine. Oh, absolutely. They were doing them. They were loud. I slept fine. Um. Anyways, let's get into this wrestling. I still don't remember what episode it is. I just know it's July 6th. 17. Okay. There we 17. go. 1738. Um, 1738. Jeezy reference. No, nah, that's Fetty Wap. Oh, that is. What did I send you yesterday from TikTok about Fetty Wap? Oh, you wake up and all of a sudden it's 2015 again? Yeah, those were good times. But besides that, he had a run. I think that's what I said as well for the caption. I was like, damn, Fetty Wap had to run, bro. Yeah, he had to run. Like, he had to run. Like, nobody. Like, I like the baby. I like Meg. I like Roddy. They haven't had a run like Fetty Wap yet, though. That and then this is a time in the life right now because that summer, it came out at the right summer. It was very summer songs, and it just, like, it happened to hit. Like, yeah, you, you know, artists always have, well, not in the past year, apparently. Everybody, like, fucking making music, which I understand that's why they'll do that, but it was just, like, that time, everybody had a summer song. I think Fucking Mustard was taking over. It was a couple artists that just had 2015 summer songs, and it was the perfect time. But his were like, okay, this is really for the season. Oh, yeah. But, you know. You know who's your referee? That match? 
for Rey Mysterio versus Seth, or eye for eye. Cool. We just said there we go. Bring up the five the five year anniversary. Just I know she'll be mine. Come on, man. Everybody knows six seven nine. Um uh speaking of Rey Mysterio, that's actually a good place to start because I I don't know if you read about it, but yeah. According to reports, Rey Mysterio is out here working without a contract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's something WWE doesn't normally do. So, But I, I was looking into it. One of the reasons is his contract was up. He asked for more money. Vince was like, no, you see the pandemic? At the same I time. What they got to do with me? That's what I was saying. Well, he said no at the same time that WWE is recorded to have is going to be reported to have their most profitable year in the history of the company. Yep. So <laughs> it's this weird thing where it's like, yeah, we had to let a bunch of people go. We had to move things here. And it's like, yeah, yeah but you got more bread now because you're not going all over the place. You're not spending money on booking these venues and having insurance policies. You're not spending this money on marketing and community outreach right now you're just at the crib i think what's going right. is too he's going to be a fucking liar i'm going to sound like a karen or a white guy right now what's the name for a, a male karen bob i think it was a richard okay well i'm gonna be a richard right now he's fucking lying to us what's going to happen is because they reported that SummerSlam, and I was like, uh, yeah, SummerSlam is supposed to be at the Performance Center. I don't know why, it, but it's Vince McMahon. I don't know why he had this ideal that somehow I could have it run at the TD Garden and maybe have a crowd. It's like, look, I don't know if it's because he's an older white dude. He just don't get it because most of them don't, or he's just a white dude in general, and they don't get shit in life. It's fucking over, man. 2020 is fucking done. Have everything at the performance center. So going back to what I was just starting to say, I think when all this is over in 2022, he still might have everything at the performance center. Like, nah, you know, our talent got sick. We got to still be at the performance center. I think WWE goes stay at the performance center for as long as they can, especially if the profit margin is that high for what they're getting for their revenue. Yeah. And, like, bro, you got to remember, not just they just let go a bunch of people, but a dumb amount of people caught COVID. Mm-hmm. And that's because they were initially just got like it was reported that this was the first time that they had been testing since the pandemic. And, you know, brings us the next thing. This is why at Fighter Fest, Taz took a shot at them in a promo, and WWE is big mad about it. And so normally I think the AEW shots at WWE are corny, but I can't argue with this one. I hope this company is testing. You don't want to be contradictory. Well, that's that's apparently that's what it was happening, is like because the promo on Fighter Fest, because you know. Uh, they pushed back the Brian Cage Dean Ambrose match, John Moxley match. Until this week, right? It's on Wednesday. Hmm? It's, it's on Wednesday, right? Yeah, 
it's not going to happen this Wednesday. I think it's either next Wednesday or the following Wednesday. I forget. Well, since they so obsessed with being WWE in so many aspects, they're going to lose well, this week. Well, this is what I was saying is, and this, like, so basically Taz's promo was like, yeah, we know, like, he alluded to the fact that, you know, his wife was sick, and he was like, you're worried that the rest of us aren't, uh, say our safety, he's like, we took a test, we passed, you took a test, you passed, you took two tests and passed. And before you can wrestle, you got to take another test and pass. Otherwise, you can't wrestle. Right. So he was like, you know, and basically Taz's shot was like, was like, unlike other companies, we don't run a sloppy business here. Which, I mean, if AEW, who doesn't have the, the amount of money and the amount of, like, influence that WWE has, can find a way to test regularly, then there's no excuse for WWE, and that's a fair shot. Because as much as people or WWE wants to be angry over it, that's a fair shot. Yeah, I did that whole snoring thing because it's like, like all right, bro, y'all keep going too far with these shots. But I agree with you on that. Is it necessary? No, especially in this climate. It's like, bro, hell, the MLB just announced today that they. They said basically, I gotta reread the article, but they basically said, yeah, we can't do testing often. Huh? It's like a certain level of ignorance I think people have, particularly people that's this big man that look like him and that's his age. Like, bro, like it's still those richers out there, if we're gonna call them that or whatever, that just have this concept that this isn't a real thing. It's a real motherfucking thing, bro. Well, the other thing was. You notice right after all those people tested positive, the very next show, everybody in the crowd had masks on. Yeah, when they said that they didn't want them to wear a mask or some shit like that. Yeah, before apparently the rumor was they were banned from wearing masks, which, I mean, looks kind of true because the moment they people get tested, all of a sudden masks, as if masks weren't a deterrent before. But... You know about the mask too. You know, I have my thoughts about it. Just do it, bro. Like, I, I you know, I won't go too deep into it. I got my thoughts about it. You know how I am, but still, just comply with the rules, bro. Just make shit easy. I think I'm just a big component in making life easy. That it's just like, all right, bro. That and look, man, wrestlers can wrestle. Luchador's wrestling mask like that for thirty minute matches, forty minute matches. And they're fine. Right. That's ironic that you're saying that because I'm looking at the best of WCW Nitro and La Parka, the OG La Parka. God rest his soul to the La Parka that just passed away. But the OG one that's still here popped on the screen in psychosis. That thing is psychosis used to get busy, bro, with the mask on. They doing 480 flips and shit. Yeah. But that's like, that's my issue with. People like because the big argument is like, oh, we're wearing masks, we can't breathe, and all of this stuff. That makes no sense. But and if you don't like the fact that you got to wear a mask to go every place, you can stay home. Right. Like I was complaining a little bit, but that's just me about wearing a mask to the gym. I wore a mask twice to the gym this past week. Not that bad. I was able to breathe. Yeah. 
And then you know what it is too? A lot of people, believe it or not, yeah, it's a technique to breathing, even though it's just automatic from the time you come out the womb. It is a proper technique to breathing, especially when you're working out. So all those people that are just saying, I can't breathe through the mask, maybe you need to work on proper technique of breathing. Maybe start breathing through your mouth often and learn how to breathe through your nose and use your diaphragm as well. There's that. Also, bro, just stop panicking while you're wearing the mask. Yeah. Like, do not panic. You'll be fine. Trust me. Trust me. Doctors would not tell you to wear that if you could, if it was going to kill you. You know what will kill you? Not wearing the mask. Right. Or it's going to fuck you up because Von Miller, God bless, he, he said he's still struggling. Like, he said he's healed, but... You're like, damn, man, I'm still messed up, and it's been since March. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think people realize that this thing has lingering effects. So, I mean, you know, we've gone further than I necessarily want to take this conversation, but in summary, just wear the mask, dude. Hold on, bro. Well, this is a physical sport related topic, and we don't even have to make it a topic. <laughs> you know yeah. how much the Pat Mahomes deal is. Yeah. You seen the report just now that Adam Schefter reported? Yep. Bruh. Yep. I mean, that that equates to NBA players over 10 years, depending on if you get a, a max and a super max. So, but this is a physical sport. I want to know how much is guaranteed. Fair question. Fair question. I say all that to say, like I said, wear the mask. It don't hurt. It won't hurt. I promise you, it won't hurt. You know what? But, I wish workers could get a significant amount of money like this. But at this point, I used to say that often. I still kind of believe that. But so many of them are so nasty. I don't think they deserve to make over $400 million. And it's just not enough sponsorships. And it's not, a, I mean, the NFL, you already know, we can go on and on about them in the NBA with the TV deals and the sponsorships. So, that's why they get that most money. But the reason why people talk about the industry being pro wrestling so bad is the shit we've been seeing the past couple of months, number one, and people think it's quote unquote fake. So it, it'll probably be a while, if ever, if, you know, well, workers get this much money. Big, that's not a big deal. People swear up and down that all sports are fixed. So it just is what it is with that. I don't even trip on people doing that. Yeah, no, uh, not at all. But you know, as a, I just understand why, why it would never be that much money. I'm a realist, bro. Even though you know I'm in the industry, I'm always. I tell people first, man. I'm me, with or without it. I'm, I'm, I'm me. I'm a realist, bro. This, this is the game you play. I think people just have, you know, loses a granger when it comes to certain things. I'm like, obviously now, with what we're talking about, and even though we're not gonna. Harking back to what we're talking about with the virus is just people just have illusions of this is how life's supposed to be, and they don't understand complying with rules or change. It's like, hey man, like if this is where we're gonna be at the rest of our lives, then fucking so be it. I think if you need certain things, you can get it. It's just you're gonna have to do it from your own house, like sporting events and all that shit. I mean, TVs work, motherfucker. Yeah. Which 
makes sense when we talk about sporting events from your own house because look, NXT had the Great American Bash this week and AEW had Fighter Fest. Uh, I don't know if Impact is doing a Slammiversary on pay-per-view or not, but even if they didn't, that's fine because I'm... Uh, I didn't hear what you said, brother. Say it again. I was saying that... Impact uh, Slammiversary. I'm I'm not certain if they're doing that on pay-per-view or not. Uh, They're doing it from... Yeah, Fit TV. So they go through Fit TV like UFC if it's not on ESPN and boxing and shit like like that. Like Fight TV? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Fight TV. They go through them. So on the app, I think we get it like a, as a subscriber impact. I think we get it a day later. That's where they mess up at, too. It's like I can watch impact, but it's like a day later or two days later. It's not live. And I think they got to get that in order with the live pay-per-views and the live TV shows, even though WWE doesn't do live TV shows. They late, actually, since the whole pandemic happened, they actually been putting everything on TV, like NXT and shit, like the next day, like the old days we used to have to watch it. Yeah. Remember those days, bro, of yeah. last year when we get to watch NXT live? No, I, I feel you. The, the fascinating thing, I think, what I was getting at is like doing the Great American Bash as a television show doing fighter fest as a television show. I actually like that because then you can have like these match like you can have these feuds that don't necessarily make it to the main show like the pay-per-view events, but you can have the blow off on television and make it important like with uh with Great American Bash coming up next week, you get Adam Cole versus Keith Lee. That could have been a pay-per-view match, but the fact that they're getting it on TV and it's styled around not just an NXT night, but a like it's like a special show. It makes it makes the show feel special. Like when AEW did fight, like they were gonna do this beforehand when they did, they were gonna do blood and guts. Like they were just gonna give that away on television. Which those type of things I appreciate because it kind of makes you know, it breaks up the monotony of like, okay, this is just the show. Every day, every week, here's the show. Here's the show. Here's the show. Every so often, you know, special it up. Like we got Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks. We didn't have to get that match, but it was a special night. Why not? The fire match. Even matches that wouldn't necessarily like you wouldn't even think twice about, like Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorkin. Good match. They got time. You even had some fun in there with Rhea Ripley versus uh, Aaliyah and Robert Stone, which I compare to. You ever watch those cop movies where the cop breaks in at the beginning and it's always like this drugged out couple that's fighting the cop? Yeah. that That's basically what that match was. It was a filler. I was like, all right. Good. But it was fine because it was fun. And AEW, I mean, not AEW, NXT doesn't usually do fun like that. We don't usually get that brand of match from them. No. So I was like, okay, bet. Um, and then next week, we're going to get Tegan Knox versus EL Shirai. Should be a good match. Or this week, actually, excuse me. We're going to get that. AEW did Fighter Fist. 
the show was okay. Like, I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you I thought it was a great show. Actually, I think both of them were just okay shows. Um, with pretty strong main events. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about doing specialized TV shows like that? You got to do it as long as you can, because once again, I, I told people, man, I I think people I'm just I'm starting to let me get my words. In order. I'm starting to realize I'm that crazy dude that nobody listened to until like it happened. And they were like, damn, he was right. Like that homeless crazy dude people be talking about. I'm starting to believe that's me because I'm telling people. This shit is going to last a while. Whatever this shit is, this coronavirus, this shit is going to be here a minute. Like, I'll cancel 2020. Like, ain't shit going on. <laughs> like, there's nothing going on. Like, people was hoping for it to be over in August, and then now people are like, oh, maybe the end of the year. No, it's, it's over, bro. So for how long this is going on, because it might not be done next year. Who knows? You got to keep doing this as much as you can with these steam pay-per-views because they love to do multiple pay-per-views anyway but now it's just basically not on the wwe network it's on tv like the friday fest was supposed to be a pay-per-view am i correct it was supposed to be through bleacher yeah. report where they stream it through and it's yeah, like it was supposed to be in the uk yeah so on through bleacher report which they got that deal with last year when they started doing pay-per-views so it's just now it's it doesn't make sense because number one people don't have the money it's 40 plus million people are counting on unemployment or looking to get unemployment insurance but they're unemployed so people can't even you know they can't really pay 20 dollars or however much the pay-per-view is in this economy now the wwe network if you get some type of significant of money you're like all right i could pay the 10 bucks but for them to put it on TV, it's great as well. So they're doing a great American Bash on TV, and we still get extreme rules on the pay-per-view and stuff like that. But yeah, it's no. like my fault. So right now, because of how TV shows aren't being produced heavy and you got to watch reruns or whatever, they just got no votes for you to watch. It works out perfect with WWE because – you get or wrestling in general because you get these steam type of programs and we know it's with wwe more so they tag themselves as sports entertainment but AEW got to be honest about themselves too you are sports entertainment as well because of the type of matches you do often or what you're doing now with your tv deal you got to consider yourself now even though y'all are just wrestling consider yourself sports entertainment as well because you're on tnt and every week for the past week or so we're going to have a fryer fest that's like a tv show it's not called ten aw dynamite it's called t a o i keep saying tna aw fryer fest so with wwe it's the same thing they more so of course have been known as sports entertainment and these team matches are going to keep going i think you can't just do wrestling right now like just being a wrestling promotion is not going to work because it's like, all right, we can get, you know, even me, I'm a nerd. We can get catches can wrestling, but I need some type of thing. And that's what WWE is doing right now. So, you know, excluding the great American bash, what they've been doing two weeks straight. When we get to extreme rules, it's like going back to the Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins match. It's called the eye for eye. How they're going to make that work 
they're going to make it as corny as possible because it's why not? What you got to lose right now and you making money. Y'all not losing money. Y'all getting the most, like you said in the beginning, this is their best financial year ever. So why not keep it going? It's true. That's a fair point. I uh, can't argue with any of those. Like It makes sense to give it away on TV. You're right. It makes sense, you know, to have some fun with it because what do you have to risk at this moment? Everything is there. You know what's going on. Um, I I think the other thing that that becomes interesting is I think they should keep doing this even beyond the pandemic. Like even when this is over, I still think that they should do these type of shows because you know it it like i said it breaks up the monotony but it also makes makes it feel special like how do i say it once it feels special in that way of of oh this isn't just raw tonight this is raw you know bash at the beach or whatever or or raw starcade then that feels like, oh, okay, this is a different, like it's like a television special event. You know, when they have the special guest stars or they do the big sweeps week shows, like the season premiere and stuff like that. Like the Raw after WrestleMania, like those things make sense. Those things mean something. So I, I just don't, I don't think that this is something they should only do simply because it's a pandemic. It makes sense to do it mostly on NXT, but I can make the arguments for Raw and SmackDown as well, particularly SmackDown, which is a show that is struggling. Yeah, that man, it's been done with me and them since the Fox deal. Since that first night, it was like, oh, shit, this can't be a good sign of things to come. And it used to be you know, these promotions when they are with Raw, the shows with Raw SmackDown, you know, when this uh, downturn or downtime, which Raw had more so than in the past in this year, you could rely on the New Day, which, you know, something I can get into, but I'm not going to do it. You you know, you need, you need people like me. So you can say him, that's the bad guy. But in fact, we're the ones that save you all the time. But that's besides the point. But with the New Day, you know, you could have them on your show and it'll bring some form of entertainment if everything is dropping. But damn, they can't even help SmackDown right now. And they putting on some of their best matches in years. It's still like, okay, and maybe it's just because people might be tired of the New Day. I don't know because we don't have a crowd, so we can't hear the reactions. But before all this happened, they were still getting popped. Even with Xavier Woods not being there, they would still get pops from the crowd. But it's just now, it's like, damn, you're not out of ideas for them. It's just SmackDown is trash, and it's been trash for months. So it's like, okay, what do you do? Like, the Usos aren't there as they shouldn't be. Well, one of them is hurt. Jay is hurt, correct? Yeah. Okay, so, so Jay's hurt. But even if he was there, they probably fall back. I think it's not even just because the talent, a lot of talent isn't showing up on these shows because they have all the right not to. Because I, 
it, it's just all these companies, man, particularly these sporting companies, it's so much money involved that they're like, you know what? Fuck health. Just go out there. Like I just said, MLB said, no, nah, we're not really going to test. The fuck? You the, po- you the second most popular sports league, you know, arguably in America, just by your numbers alone and the type of people that watch MLB and that, you know, show up to these games because the tickets are so cheap and just because, you know, it's American sports. So be that, take it for what it is when they call it that. When they call something American sport or this America's team, a lot goes into that. And I'm saying that as a Cowboys fan, but here we are. So it's just SmackDown's not working right now. And it's it's not Bruce Pritchard's fault. Particularly, it's not all his fault. It's just, I don't know, it's laziness. I don't know what else really to say other than maybe they're lazy or just when you feel like you don't have competition, you don't need to work as hard. No, it's not so much that. It's um so one of the things here is so one of the reasons they said Bruce Pritchard, you know, took the job from Heyman was because Bruce Pritchard is a yes man. Right. So it's essentially just like we're doing whatever we can to appease Vince in this moment because Vince is disgruntled. Vince probably wants to be on the road. Vince probably wants to be in these different places. Um, We don't know. I can't speculate on how Vince feels about this, uh, this health crisis that we're in. So I won't, but it's very clear that once, you know, like we said, like we talked about previously, Heyman was invested in the future. USA was with him in the moment this all happened. Vince was like, yeah, the future ain't working right now. We need the present. And like, I mean, you see it on SmackDown. The most prominent people on the show are not bad wrestlers. They're just people who nobody who's been there less than a few years has a prominent role on SmackDown. It's all people who have had five years or more on the main roster. These are name. These are faces and names that we are very, very comfortable seeing. And there's no no push. Like, you haven't seen uh, a lot of the young names on TV. Even now with Raw, like, we're starting to see more familiar faces on TV. Like, the big show has been back. And it's not bad. Like I said, they're not bad wrestlers. It's just it the things that were working best were on raw because people who weren't getting certain opportunities were getting opportunities and it felt fresh and it felt interesting. Um, and that kind of leads into, you know, the biggest problem, if not the biggest indicator of that problem. I don't want to say that this person is the problem or this person is a problem. It's the way WWE has been handling this is the biggest indicator of the problem, which is the Braun Strowman championship run. Like this is his third month as champion. <laughs> it's hilarious how you said that. Like it's been two years. It's yeah. third month. Yeah, this is third month, but there's nothing compelling going on. Like, and I don't want to say there's nothing compelling. The thing about all the things that involve him that are compelling have nothing to do with him. Like the Miz uh morrison match that was more compelling because the miz and morrison were doing antics yeah 
the Bray Wyatt stuff is purely Bray Wyatt using his character work on this character for Strowman. And it's working much better for Bray than it is for Strowman. Like it's not doing any Strowman any favors. And part of that is like, you know, I was reading something today about the swamp match that they're going to have. It's going to be a cinematic match, which I'm totally fine with because that's the way to do those type of matches. Like we're going to see fake alligators and shit. I, I really hope so. No, they actually yeah. might do the live alligators, which would be fire. I mean, they'll do they'll they'll splice clips in, but you know, they're gonna. I know Braun would love to just kill an alligator on television, but we're not doing that, bro. And he would lose. Peter gonna get you out of here, and you would lose. I don't, I, I want to tell people I've seen alligators since I've been out here. I'm good, bro. Yeah, I, I, I watched the movie Crawl the other day. Like I, I didn't believe I in dinosaurs until I saw these motherfuckers. I said, well, something had a devolve from this shit yeah yeah you know how cold gators are they probably haven't evolved in hundreds or thousands of years they just this you know how cold you gotta be to just be this for that long crocodiles are essentially brock lesnar it's like bro i've been this way since i was 18. yeah i can't go up higher or i can't go lower it's just i'm here i came out the womb like this yeah, like it's like, bro. I don't. My power level is at its all time high. I don't need to go down. I don't need to. You know what I mean? I don't need to transform again. And that's how gators are. I saw some big ass gator, white gator. I think it was in Australia too. Motherfucker, I'm like, bro, no, this is a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. No. But Goldberg versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan and fucking nasty ass Carmelo comes out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wow, wow. WCW was on some bullshit. Yeah, they really were at that time. You know what I thought about? You know what's funny about that era? I think back to this day. Like, if sporting news was the way it is now, we wouldn't, like, there would be, you know, the people saying, oh, Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman need to focus on basketball and not put their careers on the line by potentially getting injured playing make-believe. The other people would be like, so y'all went to WCW? Why didn't y'all go to WWE? Like, I mean, the rock well, was over there. That's what people were saying about Ray. They basically like, he should go to AEW. I mean, for this is the thing. Okay, so let's go back to that. With Ray, when he left WWE, he did a small tenure, or he just got booked in New Japan. He went to Lucha Underground, which I miss. I miss Lucha Underground. That shit was fire. Uh, he went where else? He, I think, did he go to Rage for a second? He was just okay. He went to AAA as well for a second. He was just basically, Y'all got the bread? Okay, come through. I think he should go back to that. He doesn't need it's Ray Mysterio. It's like he don't need one promotion. He, him, he, excuse me, he and Jericho. Are the last two of that WCW era that are still working? Let me get my mind, my memory in order. Yeah, I think they're the last two from that WCW area. I'm sorry, the ECW two to WCW two to WWE era. They're like the last from that that's actively working. Like Bully Ray still working, but he didn't go to WCW. So it's like at this point, if he goes to AEW. 
that's fine. I don't think he needs it. I think he should just go back to doing what he was doing before. Like, y'all need me? Okay, send the money to my agent. I'm there. Like, yeah. on some mercy, he's 45 years old. The man's been working since he was literally 14 years old. He's a legend. He's. It's not like – I think people had this concept that certain workers, like when people got mad at Chris Jericho for leaving, they just believe certain workers are just prone to be with one company. That's not the case. Let's say Seth Rollins left next year and go to AEW. He is known as Seth Rollins from WWE, even though he worked at ROH as Tyler Black and worked these other indies. We're talking about the big stages. With Jericho and Mysterio, because they worked on big promotions in the 90s, you know, except for ECW, even though historically ECW has done a lot for the business as well, both good and bad. But it's just they worked for WCW when they were at all times rating. Then they went to WWE, and then they became greater. So with them, it's just not like this is – you could say it when you're at uh, a convention or – you're helping your case to get to a new company, but because they're both about 30 year veterans, if I'm not mistaken, hell yeah. Ray has literally been a 30 year veteran and Jericho was about shit 28 at this point year veteran. You don't need to ever advertise them as WWE workers, you know, for Ray, he got his contract in what, 2018. Am I correct? When he got that new contract that lasted for 18 months or so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, with him, he was still working, like I said. He doesn't need WWE. No. I mean, and then it seems like this happened before, am I not mistaken, with his money? Where it seemed like they're just not trying to pay this man properly? Am I correct in saying that? I feel like this has happened twice, three times before. Maybe I don't I I don't remember to be honest with you. The one thing I do remember is he was booked in New Japan, but he had suffered an injury, mm-hmm. so he never actually got to work in New Japan. So honestly, if there's a play like if WWE doesn't want to pay him, and I know he wants to make sure his son is good and like training with WWE, and that's fine. But if they're not going to get that popping, then I would love to see him in New Japan again doing some uh, junior heavyweight bit stuff because that's a strong division and he could do a lot of good over there showing those guys how to work uh, different styles. Yeah, from what I heard, uh, well, this is not from what I heard. This is an option that I heard them talk about on WrestleTalk. He said, okay, he wants his son to go to the PC, and that's why he might stay around, just so his son could be straight in the PC center. I think, you know, because I don't know if it would be bad blood. That would be, you know, petty of WWE to feel that way. Let's say if he wanted to go ahead, for example, go work Impact, even though they, no disrespect, I love Impact, they can't afford him. Or he goes to AEW, and he does work there. I don't think it should, but we're talking about, you know, a lot of people carry themselves in this business, and I won't get into it as immature. We've seen it the past month, how they treat women alone. That's not even immature. That's one part of it. It's just you a disrespectful motherfucker. But a lot of people could feel like a, a certain way, like, oh, your dad, within the company, I'm talking about, like, these higher-ups might feel like, oh, your dad is over there, but you over here working. Why don't you go over there? It's like, well, 
they know me over here as Dominic. And they've been knowing me for 15 years now because we got introduced to Dominic in that great angle with the great Eddie Guerrero. So it's like we kind of been knowing who he is for about 15 years now. So why not go to the, the performance center where you'll be more established and then you'll be around trainers that will help you work in this type of system for TV because they're a TV company. So if it's about him, he'll probably go somewhere else and try to make it work for his son. But if he stay with the company, I mean, he don't he necessarily doesn't have to work unless he wants to. I think if he wants to go somewhere else, it shouldn't affect his son at all. But we're talking about pro wrestling. A lot of these motherfuckers be petty. They might feel like, oh, well, you left us, but you want your son to work over here. That, that shouldn't be the case because, you know what I mean? When Rick left, Charlotte started getting busy. Rick was in TNA. So it's yeah. like, and, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I can go with this, but I'm not going to go that way with it. So we understand the rules of the game. But, I mean, it's up to him. He seems like he's healthy, more healthy than he's been in the past couple of years with, you know, the knee injuries and shit like that. So it seems like he's doing pretty good. If he wants to keep going, it's just at this point, you ask the question, what else do they have for him? And maybe that's where it's coming from as well. Maybe they don't want to do anything else for him in the industry. I mean, as far as like, you know, actually being in matches or maybe, I don't know, maybe they give him a contract, like a legends contract and he still get paid, which I think they should do anyway. If he doesn't sign anywhere as talent and he's just like freelancing, they should still give him a legends deal. Cause you can still get a legends deal. Even if you go somewhere else and work because He's a legend. And at this point right now, you need to take care of your people. Like you said at the top of the show, they are making the most money they have been before. We've known WWE to be greedy, though. We know Vince to be greedy. Right now is not the time. If you're going to treat anybody that type of way, which you shouldn't, you don't treat Rey Mysterio like that. Because if you look at what he's brought in as far as revenue-wise, since he's been in the WWE for 17 years now, I think it's been 18. I think that was all two when he debuted. Merch sales has been pretty fucking good. That's true. That's true. That's all very, very true. Um, can't argue with any of that. One thing I I will say for as far as Ray, when it comes to Ray, I think <sighs> there's no way to really. There's no way I could really put it other than the fact that, look, if you don't want to pay the man, okay, more than likely after this feud, Ray is gone. Like, you won't see him on TV again. I would be very, very surprised to see him on TV. No, he won't um, ever come back. I swear. I'm going to look this up. I should be looking up right now. Actually, go ahead and talk because I'm going to look it up because I swear he had this problem with them before. Like, they have a problem paying certain people. It's like, dude, his name alone should get him paid. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the main thing, I think the main thing when it comes to Ray, like I I can't say, uh, 
I can't say that he uh he'll never come back. What I can say is, look, if they don't want to pay him, that's not crazy considering you have to remember that WWE let go a bunch of people and they had that Drake Maverick story in the middle of all of that, which was really gross. So, you know, it is what it is with that. Um, I don't think any company at this point is trying to pay anybody. So, you know, I can't fault WWE for doing what probably the entire business is doing. Um, The one thing I can say is if you can't find a spot for a dude who can go, who can be a very, very good, uh, you know, in-ring coach for a lot of you guys, just to give them a different perspective in a different era, not necessarily saying they have to follow it, but he may wrestle a style of match that they're not used to. And it might, you know, Hey, I like this. I'll use this next time. Or I'll take this, this and that. Like we talked about it a lot. Like, uh, guys like Undertaker and Edge and Randy Orton have been very critical of flippy wrestling because they like ring psychology. Well, Rey Mysterio is the hybrid of that. Yeah, like, I think they excluded him. I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm agreeing with you 100. Like, they definitely excluded him because we yeah. could look at he's one of those guys that no matter how small you are, it just if you could work, you could work. It don't matter your build. No, your but what I'm getting- was get people over. No, what I'm getting at is like, so there's there's guys like that. There's him. There's the Hardy Boys that can do both of those styles and matches. And I think the thing is, and this is why I really appreciate Matt working with Private Party, because hopefully, like, they're hanging out off scene because Matt can, how much wisdom can he give them? How much, How many gems can he drop on them? Like, it's the same thing with Ray. He's like, you know, I know you guys can do these flips and do these bumps, but let me tell you what it was like working with Kurt Angle. Let me tell you what it was like when me and Eddie were doing our thing. Let me tell you what it was like when I was working with Randy. Let me tell you what it was like when I had matches with Taker. Let me tell you what it was like when I had matches with um, what have you, Ric Flair. Like, I think we forget how many people Ray has been in the ring with and has had the opportunity to interact with. Matches with Cena, matches with Edge, matches with, you know, Lesnar, all these different styles of people because he's usually the smaller guy. But even when the guy is not like a giant, like a Lesnar or a Big Show or Undertaker Kane, you know, he could still find a way to help them get over because that's what you do in this business. And I think anywhere he goes in this on this planet, any wrestling company that would love to have him, he could do. Hell, even if you have nothing for him on the main roster, there is nothing wrong with him being in NXT working with those guys. An Adam Cole Rey Mysterio match would be great. Yeah, I think right now, if you just like have him as a trainer, not even just a PC, have him as a backstage trainer, have him at the PC if you want. You know, he'll be basically based out here anyway. And at this point right now, I know he stays in San Diego, but at this point right now, hell, if you're working for the WWE, you might want to stay out here. You don't want to keep going on planes back and forth unless you got to go check on your family. Just stay out here because, you know, it's spiked up out there as well as it is everywhere. Hell, when they say it's spiked up, man, it's, it's spiking up everywhere. Don't just tell me about Cali and 
Texas and Florida. Motherfucker, it's bad everywhere. It just so happens it's a little bit more out here. But that should still stop you from being ignorant. Just do as everybody tell you to do. So yeah. you'll be straight. But uh, um, going back to what I said, too. Yeah. So in 2015, he basically got released from his contract. Once again, it was a money thing. I'm not going to read the whole quote, but I can send it to you. It's on Sporting News from 2015. And that's when they said he basically go to AAA and wrestle in Mexico, which okay. he did, if I'm not mistaken. So this has happened before. 2015, I remember hearing about this contact, contract dispute. And then in 2014, they gave him basically a vet's minimum, a one-year deal. It equates to basically in the NBA, but it's a little bit less money than that. Well, they just gave you like, all right, We'll give you a contract right now. And maybe it was at the time because his knees was that bummed out, but it's still this you you have a history now, WWE, of not paying this man when he's asking to get paid. And this is 2014, 15. You getting show money. So now going back to what my brother just said, you're getting the money. And I didn't even know they making I, I figured they were making it revenue regardless, because that's how these companies work, especially these entertainment companies. Hell, Disney asked for a hundred million dollar bailout. Was it in March or April or some million dollar bailout? I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, they asked for they got a bailout from America. So, but it's Disney. So these these companies are just greedy as fuck. And he's had this before. So basically, all I'm saying in the sense of this has happened before, and y'all have a problem paying him. All right. Where's your moral sensibility? This is what I get pissed off about this industry, man. Nobody don't have no moral sensibility. Even though it's the entertainment industry, none of these motherfuckers have that. They don't want to pay you to begin with. But it's just like, dude, it's him. Like, maybe y'all don't see him as him, and maybe y'all think he's disposable, but it's Ray Mysterio fucking Jr. The name holds weight around the world. We just said, he. well, you just said he could have went to New Japan, but his knees is bummed out. He can go anywhere in the world, literally anywhere, and they'll pay him out. Right now, of course not, because the world is on hold. Despite motherfuckers being out, everything is still on hold. But when everything starts back up, if he just say, you know what, let me go to New Japan, I bet you that he'll have a contract that next day, or not even next day, within an hour, sent via PDF. Yeah. So it just no. comes to a point, why don't you want to pay him? That's that's my biggest question with WWE. Why don't you want to pay him? It's not no jabroni. It's not somebody that came from, you know, the underground and started to do this now. He's been doing this for 30 years. So this is one of the rare times I'm like, yeah, he should go to AEW. A worker should go to AEW. You know, I'm not against it. Everybody need to go get their money from wherever they can right now. And they do actually provide medical insurance because for those knees, he had to come out his own pocket for those knees. What? When he yeah. had to get his knee surgery, why is he paying out his own pocket? And he was working with bad knees. And yeah. it's like, ooh, so what's up? So this is one of the times I'm actually an advocate of him going to AEW. I think, you know, from a Matt standpoint, he could work with shit, name him. He could work with him. It don't matter because it's Rey Mysterio. Once again, he could work with We've seen him work with the great Kali. And if you can work with the great Kali, you're doing something. Because yeah. we've heard the stories about the great Kali. I'm not talking bad about him, but people have said it's hard as fuck to work with him. So yeah. 
if he could work with him, he could work with Brian Cage, who's a professional, who's no knows what he's doing. You know, we get the jokes off about him, you know, doing the syringes, but the motherfucker could work. He ain't trash at all. No. Uh, but not just even then, like, like I know I said nobody's trying to pay. I think there'll be an exception for Rey Mysterio because this isn't an old wrestler who doesn't really have some left. This is a guy who you could say, like, you know, he may have a couple years in him left. And if that's the case, you know, you got to get those years out the way you can. And I don't see any reason why, you know, he can't do well on AEW. Like a Kenny Omega Ray Mysterio match would be good. Uh, they just signed Ricky Starks, a young dude. Could learn a lot. A lot of these tag teamers and a lot of the Are dudes. You talking about are... Terrence Howard? Yeah. Yeah, man. But, uh, <laughs> but that that's that's the truth when it comes down to these things is this is an industry that you know Did that you... experience experience no not just that but like i understand payment and things like that being difficult there because that's really just that i mean the entertainment business in general is like they're trying to get the most for as little as possible it's yep. It's not, it's not foreign to anybody in any other form of entertainment. The thing I will say is that's a guy who is rest. Like, who do you think are some of the greatest wrestlers of all time? Because that guy has wrestled at least half of yeah. that list. Absolutely. And is and is once again on the list. So, like, when you think about the best workers of the past 20, 30 years. He's had them. So, you, you know, who are the names we usually pick? Jericho had a match with him. Kurt Angle had a match with him. Shit, with Cena. Jericho, 20 years ago until now, or until he yeah. left WWE, he had a match with him. Yeah. Uh, Edge had a match with him. Cena had a match with him. Triple H had matches with him. Eddie Guerrero had matches with him. I don't know if he had a match with Sean. Yeah, he did. Oh, see? Let me make sure, Rick, but oh, more likely he did. Rick Flair. Taker. Kane, Big Show, Orton. Oh, you know what? Orton matches come on. Yeah, but Through five stars all the time. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like everybody who you think is like the epitome of wrestling has had a match with Rey Mysterio. That is knowledge that you just can't teach at all. Like the way he can break down a match for them, like. So imagine if the Young Bucks have Rey Mysterio to go talk to about their matches. Talk to them. With they Lucha esque style. Yeah. Rey Mysterio, May 5th, yeah. 2010. Yeah. Like, not even saying that the Bucks aren't good right now, but just imagine if, like, okay, there's some of that. Imagine if Ray Phoenix got to talk with Ray and get in his ear about things. Not that they haven't already, but let's say, like, you know, he was really sitting there, like, okay, this is how you do it. This is one way you can do it. This is one way you can do it. Let's think about it this way. And these are all guys who have been in the business for 10, 15 years already. But none of them have wrestled the guys that he's wrestled. None of them have seen those things. And he could just probably tell you like, yo, you can't, you're not as big as them. You can't do the things that they do. But here's what you can take from them that you can do. It's the, it's the non-physical things. 
It's the non-domineering things. It's the way you move in the ring, the way you look, the way you sell. Like, you know what I mean? All of those guys had to sell for Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio had to sell for all of them. Yeah, because I think people just have a notion that, especially now, because I think that's what the old heads was alluding to once again, a little high flyer moves that's to get you over. It's really about making your opponent look better. That's been pro wrestling since the beginning. It's not about getting your spots in. It's not about yourself looking good. It's about making your opponent look good. How great can you sell for them? Ray has always had to sell well because he's been the littlest guy in the match. Not just that. Think about when Mark Henry went on the Hall of Pain. It started with Cena, right? Remember that match he had with Cena? (laughs) Yeah. Great match. I mean, but it's Cena too. I know what you allude to, but it's Cena as well. But what I'm saying is, like, the reason that match was so good is because Cena really dug into, like, I have, we have to make it look like Mark can win this match. If he doesn't look like he can beat me, then there's no point. This can't be as back and forth as you guys want it to be. And that's, you know, the downside about AEW is like, it's like 50 50 spots, as I keep saying. But, um, yeah. Anyways. From that, there's really no segue, great segue into this. I just want to talk about the fact that um, New Japan Cup. It's been going. Have are you caught up? Absolutely. Come on, bro. Yeah. So I just finished day eight. Like I, I just finished day eight. So uh, there's a lot of really really good stuff there. Like. What was I going to say? The Evil Sonata match was great. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I still don't understand how anybody doesn't find a way. Like, if anybody can find a way to get Evil and Sonata away from New Japan, they can make those guys stars immediately. Um, no, this this stadium. Unless they go ahead and AEW does what they've been saying for a year, alluding to they want to do a partnership with New Japan, then okay, that's it. Otherwise, yeah, only don't you know? I'm my fault, bro. Just real quick, nobody should leave, man. Don't leave your promotion unless they let you go. Right now, how the world is going, and maybe just because I'm a paranoid person by nature, and I'm a very pessimistic person, until I see otherwise. Man, stay where you at, bro. Get your chips where you at. Save your money yeah. right now. We about to go through some shit. All right. All right. All right, for sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Just had to handle some other stuff. But um, no, the show, the shows have been good. Like, yo, you had a dude in, like Tai Chi. They let him beat Abushi and Tanahashi. But when he got to Sonata, you're like, oh, okay, he could really, really win. Because we know Sonata got to the finals last time. And then, I mean, let's, I mean, we, I don't want to fan out again, but, you know, 
The Takahashi Okada match was great. Uh, and now in the finals, we get an Okada versus Evil. Which, I, I mean, more than likely, Okada's going to win, but the it should be Evil. It should be Evil versus Naito. Evil has had a great year, man. I think he should eventually get a title push, but we, we wait until everything settles. I would love to see an Evil versus... Even if it's uh, for the for the IC title, like I would love to see that. It should be for both. Hey, you know what? He started to Kodo started this shit, man. He started his gangster shit. He brought back the two titles. I just thought about that. I what know. WWE is like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously it's happened hundreds of times before in the industry, but what if everybody's like, you know what? We need to start back letting certain workers have two titles. Well, I mean, there's the Becky situation. Or you know, WrestleMania, you got to uh be both champions. But nah man, I like Okada has won this thing two or three times already. I don't think it hurts him to lose here. It actually makes sense for him to lose here. Cause then you have uh LIJ versus LIJ. And even if you just want to do the IC title, that's pretty cool because then let's say evil wins. Now you got evil. As the IC champion, you got Naito as the champion. You got to figure out something for Sonata, though. Because I didn't know this, but apparently I didn't know when Ibushi and Tanahashi became tag champions, but they just became tag champions. I never noticed that either. That that threw me off, bro. As a New Japan dude, like I'm like, damn, maybe I missed something. Yeah, maybe they... Um, I promise you the same thing happened to me. I was like, Tanahashi and Abushi is what what the fuck was I doing? I'm like, it didn't happen at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm like, maybe I missed the show. I oh they, they did. They defeated uh Gorillas of Destiny at uh on New Japan, like one of the shows, their little smaller shows. Got you. That's why because I'm like, it must have happened right before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, that's right. why I didn't see what let me look up the show. Was it televised? Uh, it's on, it's on the site. It's on, you know, where we at. Um, a lot of the workers are old, by the way. Most of them are over 35, which is crazy. Yeah. But, you know, they get the job done. Uh, so you think this is going to go straight into G1? Because... Why not at this point? But I feel like they need more wrestlers if they're gonna go into the G one tournament. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna make it work in Japan or how they making their workers do it. I don't know if they're gonna be like, "Hey, y'all just gotta come work." I don't know if it works like that with them or. Well, the other thing is, like, a lot of these guys live in the U.S. Mm-hmm. At least, like, they're Bullet Club guys. Moxley's out here. Uh, Osprey's in Europe which I don't know if they should touch Osprey at this moment. Uh, But some of their guys live in other countries, and particularly their U.S. workers. Hey, man, we still haven't gotten this thing under control. For U.S., people are basically stuck in the U.S. Yeah, remember the two live crew banned in the USA? Yeah. That's them. It's us right now. But um, I do think... I like to see the New Japan uh, G1 tournament, but I think they might go into Dominion. 
But didn't they didn't they announce G one already though? Did they? Let me see. They did. I'm tripping. I think they announced it already. Let's see. Or they just playing it like right now how things is going. You gotta just plan this shit like day by day. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh anyways. Climax 30. G1 so, Climax 30. Yeah, September 19th. Okay, cool. You know, Osaka, so okay. So I'll I'll say this right now. You've been very much the 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 new Japan man. I mean the the impact man. And the so, new Japan. Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, I've been watching New Japan too, but I just want to give you this time before we close out to just talk about um impact and where it's going and what you're liking that you're seeing in impact and what you hope for in slam anniversary things good like wrestling. that just good wrestling i don't really have a whole breakdown of it i just hope people start watching more impact i i firmly believe and i said this many times in the past decade i feel like impact has had way better moments than wwe impact you know, despite the fact that they don't have a lot of advertisement, people don't watch it. What they have right now is what ROH essentially was doing. Just straight up wrestling. You know, you have corny promos, but, you know, other than the WWE, that's what you're going to get mostly because a lot of these outside companies don't aren't really big on doing promos. And with the WWE, you know, more so a lot of them have actor and actresses looks. So maybe that's why they give them more promo space and, Etc. And you gotta do a build up because it's a totally different brand. But with Impact right now, man, they got a lot of young talent over there. Uh, I don't want to get names wrong, so when we come on next time, I'll definitely have more names. But for the most part, all their talent is like young, and a lot of their talent is like indie workers still. Like they still work the indies for the most part. Well, obviously not right now, but they give them TV time. Like Tasha Steele is always on with Kira Hogan. And they don't have – right now they don't have – they got Moose working like every week. And I, I think they do that really because you got to have a build-up to the pay-per-view and Slam Reversary is on the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's the same day as Extreme Rules? I believe so. Let me make sure. I think it's the 12th, which is this Sunday, or the 19th. But I think it's the 19th. But okay. right now, they you know, he's the champion, and I mean – I don't know what's going to happen with the other belt. They basically brought back the TNA championship because old girl had to give it up. But yeah. right now, it's like they just got a lot of young talent. It's it's great. I mean, the high-flying wrestling, if you want that, it's there. And if you want the mat style, they got a little bit of that. But for the most part, it's just like the old head said, like everybody's kind of doing flippy wrestling. But I like the pace. Like they give the workers like 20 minutes. Like most of them get like twenty minute matches, fifteen minute matches. Sorry. Like so, this, I guess this is a fair question. Uh, here's how, how do I say this? Is Impact doing what AEW promised to do? I can't say that because I don't know the paperwork. Because they might be doing a paperwork different behind the scenes. Because well, I'm just here, talking about. I mean, as far as like the product that's being put on screen, which is like, you know, this, these things matter. We're going to put over new talent and all those type of things. 
are they doing a better job of that than AEW at this moment? I would think so. It's just, you know, they giving them time. They just letting them work. I think that's the whole purpose of a company like AEW was supposed to base everything on. You just letting these workers work and get their stuff off. That's how it's supposed to be. Like it's a couple vets in impact, but not as much because obviously most of the vets went to AEW or they went to WWE or they went to other promotions because when you're a certain age, you want to get paid. And these other workers at this point, like uh, Dono Perrazzo, I can't even now say her name, but Deanna. Yeah. yeah. Like she, remember she was in NXT where she had that, just that one match in NXT, but I think she was on Raw as well. And she, she did a couple of matches on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then it's, I think the uh, OC. It's supposed to be going. It's rumored heavy right now that they signed the impact as well as uh, what's his name, Kurt Hawkins. I got yeah. kids to feed. Oh, he's Slater. Yeah, he's Slater. He's supposed to be signing there as well. So they got some. You know, I'm not checking nobody's pockets, but they got a significant amount of money if they signing those guys because they do have a name and they just got released and they're older vets. And I think that's the only thing uh impact really needs is like vets because they got people that's been there but most of them work the indie scene but from what you're asking me it's just like yeah i wouldn't say that because not yet at least because with aw i understand you gotta have like the older stars on to try to get people over but they just start ODing with it especially with cody rose trash ass just like taking the mid-card title and now making it the main event title and then you're not putting even though i'm not a dean ambrose guy it's like dude he has the main title he was actually winning in wwe you should have him more over and because he has the main title so it's kind of like after the whole thing with him chasing the title and he's getting his eye poked out that's the last thing we remember about his run going for the title now it's just like okay they just throw Brian Cage in which which is not a problem he was big and impact and he was a no-name so you can do that now it's just they gotta definitely let the young people run and that's exactly what impact is doing I got you I got you that's a fair assessment I think um and I think that's a good place to leave it uh you got a watch candidate for the week uh the only person i'm thinking about right now i don't want to give this dude any power but or two of them it's just it's gonna get real weird <laughs> in november that's all i can say and i ain't even talking about trumpito it's gonna yeah, get no. real weird in, in november yeah as far as that i know people are saying that yeah we'll i don't yeah, yeah, you don't want to give it attention, so. No, I think people just have – people think it's a work. I don't think it's a work, especially how this year has been going and life in general. I don't take nothing for what's going on in this country as a work anymore. Well, the other thing is they think this dude is put here to take votes <laughs> away from the black people voting and – uh. I think the more important thing that people got to remember is more white people like that dude than black people. 
So y'all need to be worried about these young white folks that might sit up here and just vote out of trolling, which is just the worst thing you can do. Like, oh, that's, uh, what was I going to say? I was like, like, oh, I'm going to, like, these Elon Musk dorks who was just like, oh, we're just going to do it just for the LOLs. But. We're yeah. just going to do it for the LOLs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, July 18th is an anniversary. Okay. Anyways. Uh, I was going to say. Anyways, that's a good candidate to have. My watch candidate uh, of the week was actually going to be the same person, but I'm... Who was I going to pick? I guess I got to give it to Farrakhan. <laughs> All right, brother, go ahead. I don't really care about any other stuff. It's just the man came out there on a holiday and all white, like an uncle. And be honest with yourself, when you at the family function, that uncle that be wearing all white and talking to you, that be going in one ear, in one ear and out the other. And the reason is because, bro, you showed up to a function where there's gonna be condiments and you wearing all white. You not getting out of here clean. And you knew that. You a nasty man. It's all that or he's Jamaican. I, I repeat my further statement. You a nasty man. Uh, but you're going to show up here all white like you a painter. But nah, the main part is just telling people not to take the vaccine unless a black doctor or virologist has approved of it. And Y'all can sit out here and do that if you want. But let me tell you who's going to get that vaccine. Farrakhan. He's going to sit up here and tell you not to get it. That nigga going to be in first in line. Right. It's like, bro, I understand what he's trying to say, but if your life is on the line, you're going to be like, nah, let me get Ahmad Johnson. I don't know why I thought about Johnson. Let me get him on Johnson to give yeah. me the vaccine. He's not available right now, Minister. No, but I need him. But about you got 10 minutes to live. No. 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 No, uh, brother. No yeah, way. But, but the other thing was like, you know, you need a black person. Let a black person say that. Like, Brad, Ben Carson works with Trump. He's a doctor. Do you think Ben Carson tells the truth all the time? This is Dr. Ben yeah. Carson. Ben Barson. Ben Barson. Shout out to Jesus and Meryl. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, that's it. Like, Don't sit up here and tell people not to take vaccines. Don't be an anti-vaxxer. Because there is no faster way for us to get these jokes off about you than to be an anti-vaxxer. And sit up here all extra vaselined up in white. 
man. Don't come to us on 4th of July on Facebook. Nigga, if you don't get out of here. We about to have, you know, bacon-wrapped hot dogs. You don't want to talk to us. Uh, did you, in fact, have that pork? I did have some pork. All right. Just That's right. I, I'll do it again, too. God damn it. Shit. I'll eat a bacon sandwich in front of Farrakhan's face. Yeah, all right. Man, you see how old he is? You know him smacks as hard as hell. You're going to slap that shit right out your hand before you see it. That's all right. I'll pick it right back up. Piss him off even more. Only the bread hit the ground. I'll pick the bacon right outside the bread. Nah, leave that sign on the ground, brother. How he going to tell me not to eat pork and he don't want to take a shot? Shit, I don't know. He shot us either, but when the vaccine no. drops, you actually going to take it, though? Yes. I can't do it, bro. I don't yeah, like meat. Nigga, you can look the other way. Uh, I still feel that pinch going to my body. Which which do you hate more? Seriously. Which do you hate more? Dying or needles? Needles. Nah. Spoken like a man who's never died. <laughs> Everybody not scared of death until it's time for them to die. How do you know, man? Hmm? We all die a little bit inside. Nah, don't don't give me those future depression bars. And hey, he actually said that? I don't know. That doesn't that sound like something you would say? Yeah. A little bit. No. I don't want these fucking, you know, little Uzi bars. Anyways, take the shot. It'll hurt for two seconds. You know what's going to happen for the rest of your life? You're going to forget about it. Yeah. That's true. Or they said if you give your kids the flu shot, they might turn out with like cerebral palsy or something. Yeah, that's not true either. You know what can happen if you don't give your kid the flu shot? You get the flu. And nigga, have you ever had the flu? Several times. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Remember they said this is basically the COVID is basically just a flu? Yeah. That everybody had to walk that back. Everybody. Like the flu. Everybody like, bet. Let me go get some Benadryl. Okay. That's why the World Health Organization is like, shut everything down. When's the last time they said that about the flu? It was over 100 years ago. World Health Organization, I don't even think existed. I don't think it exists now. There weren't planes back then. <laughs> fucking tickets. I know that this shit real and it's getting ready to shut down. Fucking plane tickets is $52 round trip. Yeah. So you can go anywhere you want because you're about to die. This is like a free ride. They might as well give you those uh, boarding passes you get at the amusement parks where you just push the button. They're like, hey, come back at this time. That's that's basically what they should be doing. But anyways, that's it. Watch candidates. Uh, everybody's favorite fashion guy and Farrakhan. Everybody's favorite fashion guy, Farrakhan. Yep. Might be the same person. I don't know. 
Goodbye, everybody.